This podcast is brought to you by the nonprofit organization Fairy Tales Dog Rescue in San Francisco. I'm Louise. And I'm Tiffany. Follow us down the rescue road. F A I R Y T A I L S. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Louise. How are you? I am good. Oh, so good. <sighs> uh, wait, today is my Friday? No, today's... Yes, today is your Friday. That's what you were saying. I love it. Yes. I love it when you get a Friday that's not on an actual Friday. That, so that's a Friday just for you. That's right. <laughs> That's what was cute. Yeah. I was trying to segue into that. Yeah. So, happy Friday to Tiffany. So, why is it a Friday to you? You're you're going away this weekend. I am. I'm going to uh, celebrate my mom's 80th birthday with my two sisters. And, um, and I'm bringing lots of wine and champagne yeah, yeah, wonderful. You guys are going to have a wonderful time. And so you are leaving our uh, beloved little foster dog, Esmeralda, uh, with me. And I wish you could see her. Uh, she's just like the cutest little thing. Oh, my God. Um, so freaking cute. Right now, she's like hiding under a white feathery blanket, which is so cute. So you can't even see her. But she is a minpin chihuahua. Like black and a little bit of tan. She's an eight-year-old mama. And she's just like got the most easygoing personality that you rarely see in dogs, right? Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She's hilarious. She just burrowed herself herself into this fuzzy blanket, like you said. And she just likes to chill. Like, you know, she sits in her basket in her little bed all day until she feels like ready. And then when she's ready, she's like, she's a spunky little thing. Wants to go for a walk. You know, likes to play with toys. And um, she is, uh, we just had her for a week. So she's available. Yeah, she is available. Like she has not uh, had any difficulty um, warming up or, you know, adjusting to her environment or anything. Uh, but we can't say the same thing for little Miss Minerva. Oh, how is Minerva doing? So I spoke to Minerva's foster oh mom today. Oh my God. Yes, and uh, so uh, for you guys who have been following us, you know that Minerva, she was a shutdown dog in the shelter. She was on the euthanasia list, and um, uh, she's been struggling in her foster home. She's been hiding in her crate, like not wanting to come out, and like she wasn't eating for until day four. Oh. Uh, she finally started like um, uh, taking food, and uh, she's just like hiding in her crate, and peeing in there, and you know, like, uh, but she wasn't really aggressive, even though she was deemed aggressive in the shelter. Um, she hasn't been aggressive to her foster mom, even though she had to, you know, like take her out of the crate to like clean it out and wow. uh, such. Um, but yeah, so uh, actually now she's made huge progress. Minerva is actually like coming out of the crate on her own will. Oh my goodness, that is like what a. I mean, this story needs to be documented. Can she, is she sending pictures? Because, I mean, this is going to be transformation. 
Yeah, that's the thing. We will document, but you know, there, it's such a hard balance thing. Uh, actually, it's so good that you asked this because it's a conflict that I always have in my mind because uh, the foster mom doesn't want to, you know, wave a phone in her face mm, all the yeah, time. No, because this is a shut down dog. She's super scared of humans. Like she's probably been abused, like to really mm. lose her trust in humans and never had a positive experience. Like it's just not appropriate for the 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 person handling her or caring for her to not focus on her but to focus on this device that she's waving in her face like it's not helping to build trust it's not helping the situation at all the one thing it does help though is that it helps the world to see mm-hmm. what's going on and yeah. we get to share um, and uh, that's so important because people get to see and they get to support and help and be inspired to foster and help so it is a good thing but you, we have to find a balance so um Pictures are coming, people, as she's going to be more comfortable, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I don't think it's like, yeah, just a picture when she, from one transition to the next, not like an everyday thing. But I think it'd be cool is if you, um, because the sad thing is, describe what she, how old she is and what she looks like for her. Yeah, she's, it's only a, she's of only course. a she's only a puppy. Yeah, she's only six months old. She's yeah. a shepherd, uh, prob- maybe a shepherd mix. You yeah. never freaking know. She's only six months old, and she's like so scared and shut down, and she should be curious and hyper energetic. Like this should be a high energy dog, but she's just like sitting yeah. scared. And uh, so um, her foster mom said that so now she's coming out of the crate, but it takes her a couple of minutes. To get out of the crate. A couple mm. of minutes. It would take a second for any wow. like happy, confident dog poor to baby. bounce out of that crate. Oh, that poor baby. You know, um, it's a very... That is a shutdown dog. Um, and that those kind of dogs take a little bit more time. But I I have to say, those, seeing those do- dogs come out of their shell and be different dogs is so rewarding. And what... Our foster mom is doing Jordan is she's she's like a what an amazing woman like yeah shout out to Jordan her. is yeah thank you <laughs> yes for the universe for bringing that all together yeah because they're not you know it's we've had we've had some difficult dogs um, and I remember having Pumpkin who was a shutdown dog do you remember Pumpkin she was like the first dog wasn't she no no she wasn't the first no um, but she, I think the first dog was also named Pumpkin <laughs> no <laughs> okay I could be wrong go on <coughs> uh, there's too many dogs people we've <laughs> we've adopted a lot of dogs but Pumpkin was during the pandemic time I think or was I oh Ruby Ruby was Pumpkin right no I might totally <laughs> wrong okay go on I'm gonna stop <laughs> she was that like chihuahua that wouldn't she would she would she's like you couldn't catch her she would go from my garage to my yard and you and you'd have and she'd be like, wherever you go she went the opposite way you're just like she was just like and and then she would and we just leave the door open and then eventually she started walking into the house and then eventually started walking in the house and then she would eventually she sat next to us on the couch you know but you couldn't pet her or touch her but she would sit near you and then she would come and sleep in bed with us Oh, she wouldn't. She wouldn't let you know necessarily want you to pick her up or touch her, but she was kept getting closer and closer, all on her own. 
and um, you know she she liked you know she she every now and then she let you pet her and pick her up and then she started getting closer right, able to hold her and pet her and she got adopted by a veterinarian. Oh, what a dream! I know she got the she got the she hit the jackpot. Pump. I want to be adopted by a veterinarian. Right, I know you do, Louise. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking like that's yes, like she does. Yeah, that that's where we should go to pick up guys to the veterinary school. That's right. You know, I that's get them right. while they're young and get you know they're veterinarians, so you know they're good people. Yeah. So I yeah, Louise. Just so you know, if you're a vet. She's already got a crush on you. <laughs> Watch out. Anyway, uh, Tiffany. Yes. Uh, we uh, need to talk. Oh. I sent you a text message uh. the other day, a screenshot uh, of an Instagram post from Animal Defenders International. Do you remember? Yes. I was surprised because it was about that. Um, uh, Circus animals in a particular circus group was no longer going to use circus animals. And I was thought, oh, they're still doing that? (laughs) It's so funny. I had the same reaction. I was like, is that still a thing? (laughs) Right? Yeah, apparently it is. And it's like, wow, we really really are... Still bar- very barbaric. Yeah, that's why we opinion. need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's such a cruel life that those animals have to go through, these exotic animals. It's not something, um, you know, like... The- <laughs> what are you looking at? No, I'm just trying to fit into oh, the I don't camera. Be the only so- I don't want to be the only one in the camera. Yeah, because I'm not fitting into the camera. Well, then let's We're fix it. Because I don't want to be the only one. Uh, I don't know if we can fix it. Maybe we should just say, fuck it on that one. But, so people who are listening, we are now also on our YouTube channel. And we love you guys to follow us on our podcast. And if you want to see us talk, you can also fo- do it on our YouTube channel. And if you remember in the beginning when we started this podcast, we had some technical difficulties until we <laughs> figured out how to make the sound and the editing and, and work. And uh, so bear with us too now when we're starting our videos. Yeah. And you know what? If you were, if, if any of you have, were there from the beginning listening to us, oh my gosh. We love you. <laughs> you stayed with us this whole time. Thank you. Yeah, and some of you did. So thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, that's why I'm just like leaning in awkwardly over the table, and Tiffany was asking like what I'm doing, like what are you looking at, and I'm just like I'm just trying to fit into the frame, <laughs> and uh, it's just uh, anyway. I'm not gonna care about it anymore. It's gonna be what it is because now we have to talk. We have to focus on this issue. It, like we were saying, it's still apparently happening that exotic animals like elephants and uh, camels and uh, zebras and tigers are used in circuses. And, 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 you know, and actually a lot of families in America are bringing their kids to these shows and they're all just like, la, 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 la. Oh, what a great day. But really, are they? Because when I was a child... I was mortified by the sight of these things. That's really good that you bring that up because I thought about that too. Like when I was a kid and I went to the zoo, uh, like back home in Sweden, I uh, 
I remember that I wasn't happy. I wasn't like enjoying it. Uh, it was just this awkward, weird energy. It was sad because the animals were sad. But then there were also adults who were oddly excited around you. I mean, I understand. You're like, wow, you're this close to these beautiful animals. I, I get that. to be to, to, But then if you appreciate them and love them, then you would, you know, not want to see them in these situations that were pretty shitty and depressing. Because when I was a child, the only thing that I thought about doing is sneaking in at night and letting them all free. I yeah. love that. I love that. And my favorite analogy to using animals in entertainment is always like the strippers, you know? <laughs> it's like you want a girlfriend or you, or you just want a hot time, whatever, you know? Like... And then you, you get a stripper as a substitute, and it's just like a sad situation where also usually a woman is probably suffering. And it's the same with the animals. Like you want a piece of wildlife or excitement or adventure or ex- something exotic in your life, and this animal has to pay for it. And it's just, we're, we're beyond that. We're, we're moving forward, and it's illegal in so many like modern countries these days, but it's also still very prevalent like I lived in Lebanon for journalism and uh, we did a lot of stories on uh, uh, that country Lebanon being a hot spot for trade mm. of exotic animals oh man wow lions and tigers and monkeys and um, you know bears um, were being uh, traded through Lebanon because of their lack of legislation and uh, their uh, ability to bribe the toll. Right. So it was an easy place to trade these animals. And they were being sold to circuses. And also a lot of weird, like, millionaires who have them as pets. Yeah. It's like, ew, guys. Yeah, I know. It's an awful thought. And it's yeah. And, and anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's, so it's like a big deal. It's a multi-million dollar business. It's happening. And it's apparently still happening in the circuses in the U.S. We have now found out because of Animal Defenders International Post. I want to read it. Can I read it? Please. So this is what they said on their Instagram post. Uh, another U.S. circus has dropped their animal act. Universal Circus will... F- Finally, be animal-free after decades of using wild and exotic animals in their show. The circus has a history of animal escapes and animal welfare violations, including injured animals denied veterinary care and animals punched or yanked by the mouth. Zebras and tigers have escaped from Universal numerous times over the years resulting in injuries to the animals, unquote. I mean, am I the only one? I mean, I know our listeners obviously feel this too because you wouldn't be listening to this show if you you didn't feel love and care for animals. But I I can't, like for me, it's like, ah, that is wrong. It's so wrong. And how could I sit here and know that this happened and it's frustrating and horrifying and, Yeah, but that's what those people at Universal finally decided. Like, they're not going to do that anymore. So they're joining the cruelty-free club, and it's a big win. I mean, let's focus on the positive here, people. Good. Yes, yes. It's a big win. We got a big win. 
one more U.S. circus is dropping their animal act. And this is a big deal because there's actually a bill of law that is in the works to make it illegal for uh, exotic and wild animals to be used in um, circuses. And so this bill of law is called, hang on people, it's called Traveling Exotic Animal and Public Safety Protection Act. I'm going to say it again so you can give it a Google. Because if you give it a Google, then you can find your way to click on to sign petitions and find your local legislators and also, of course, federal leg legislators that you can contact and how to email them and send them like a, you know, a pre-written letter letter. You just click, 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 find your way through Google. So the bill of law, if you want to help, uh, is the Traveling Exotic Animal and Public Safety Protection Act. And this would prohibit the use of wild animals in traveling shows such as circuses and rodeos. Whew. That is, you know what? This is a worthy cause. We've got to do something to improve humanity. And we are, like you said, it's joining the cruelty-free club. So people are more aware of what where they're spending their money and supporting different products and organizations based on um, what they do or do not do. Yeah, exactly. Because we have to keep talking about this because... These are, you know, wild, beautiful animals that are living their life in extreme confinement. Mm -hmm. Like they can't move and turn around and they can't run around and get the exercise that they need. They, that, like that is torture to an animal. Like the, these big, beautiful animals, they have so much energy. They need to run. Duh. That is pure torture pure torture they're in confinement where they can't move i mean can you imagine being like that where you're in like a small that's a torture box you can't move i mean that's like that's fucking nightmares that's like a horror movie it's horror not movie. even jail what, what no. these animals are facing you know how would you compare it to like oh this is what how we treat people in jail no it's actually how we it, treat people in uh, Guantanamo. Mm -hmm. Prisoners of war. This is like this prisoners of war. But these are innocent animals, yeah. you know. So wild animals in circuses, they live their lives in extreme confinement. They're completely deprived of freedom uh, to move around. Obviously freedom in general, but even like freedom to move <laughs> around. And they're constantly stressed out due to the long, arduous journeys they have to do from place to place. It doesn't make sense for these animals to be transported this way or at all to go from place to place and they're constantly feeling fear and they're experiencing a lot of abuse. So this bill, the Traveling Exotic Animal Public Safety Protection Act, really needs to happen, people, and that's why it's so important that we're talking about this today. Spread the love, spread the news. You know, I was just thinking as you're talking, and I remember, you know, watching Dumbo as a child. You know the Disney mm. 
it's about circus elephant. Yeah, I love Dumbo. I I but I hated Dumbo because I I mean I loved Dumbo because he was I loved it, but I was always so sad. The same thing that really did portray how awful circuses were. Oh, yeah, remember that book we both read about oh, this yeah. running away with the circus? What's it called? Um, like uh, oh, Water for Elephants. Water for Elephants. And they made a movie, yeah, with Reese Witherspoon. But yeah, I read the book and oh, Reese Witherspoon was in yes, it. Yes, yes. I never plays, watched the movie. The movie is pretty good. Is it? Yes, it is. Because the book is really good. People, yeah. you should read it. But. I remember Tiffany read it, and then you uh, gave it to me. I know. and she, Okay, just so you know, people, if you recommend a movie or apparently a book where there's any dog dying, whatever the case, she will give up on that movie and be mad at you that you even recommended it, just so you know. So I was in my bathtub and reading the book and so one of the characters have a dog and the dog goes missing and it seems like the dog you know is like taking a potty break when the train that they're traveling with makes a stop and the train like moves on and his dog is forever lost and uh, so he's a, a you know a, sh- a short grown person that works on a circus and this dog and him have this beautiful relationship so it's heartbreaking when he loses his dog. And I'm in the bathtub reading this on a Saturday, trying to enjoy myself. <laughs> and yeah, and I just throw the book across the room. And uh, I, I send Tiffany angry text messages. Mm-hmm. Did you finish the book? I did. Uh, oh, you did? Few, yeah, because I told Robert, uh, my assistant, about it. And he's like, you dumbass, like, keep reading. He gets the dog back. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And then I read it and it's a really good book, but it's really horrible because it paints a picture of how circus animals were treated. And I just thought that this was back in the days because that's where the story took place. I didn't realize it's still happening. Right. This has been a long... I know. It's it's like... God, when did they start circuses? Like 1900s or something like that? It's uh, really old. It's, it's a, yeah, because, you know, the freak show. Yeah, freak and, show and the practice of it. Yeah. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's been a whole thing with the circuses. And now we're come to today's uh, time when uh, we have more and more circuses dropping out of having an animal act and they're realizing that this is not the way to go. <laughs> Tiffany, mm-hmm. if you were a circus animal, what circus animal would you be? I think, I mean, I'd be a monkey. <laughs> of course. Like, <laughs> monkeys at least have fun. They get to swing around, you know. I mean, they don't look like they're having fun, but maybe, I don't know, they at least move a little bit more. Yeah, because they're smaller, the, yeah. that way you feel like you get more space. About, or... Could I be like the circus mouse? Is and there I... a circus mouse? No, but you know, there's always mice in the, the circuit. There's always in those, you know, Dumbo had his mice friend. You're right, right. There's like a mouse in, in the environment. Yeah, they're eating the food or rat or whatever. I'll be the circus rat or the mouse because then I could just be running around and like... I love that. You don't have to be abused. I'm not confined, but I'm hanging out, and I'm just going to be, like, part of the... Keep an eye on everybody. Mm, Yes, yes. Um, What about you? I would be... I would be... uh, uh, I think that the... 
zebra. Why a zebra? Uh, because I got a pep in my step and uh, I <laughs> w would like to trot. And I feel like uh, a horses might like to show off perhaps more than a lion or a tiger. And I could, uh, I feel like I could be a zebra. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. And you got the showgirl sit on the back doing her thing. Mm, yeah, like we would totally bond. Oh. oh. <laughs> She's all. That's my blanket. So Esmeralda is curled up in blankets and Journey, the pit bull, like walked by to sniff her and she just like growled at him like, leave me alone. Uh, my blanket. <laughs> and, oh, Puck with his afro over there. I love it. <laughs> he, he's a good keep, looking dog. Yeah, keep make, getting it bigger and bigger. I think you just, can you just grow it out? I think it totally should, it should be like, Big old fro and then clean everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Puck has a big fro. It's uh, it's the poodle in him that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's he's. I told you I wasn't a Bichon Frise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. My dog Puck, uh, who I've known for many years, and then I inherited him from his mom who mm -hmm. passed away. Um, we we always known him as a Bichon Frise. And yeah. uh, uh, but then we got the DNA test because I figured he was a mutt. Obviously, turns out he's not one percent Bichon Frise. You know, but do, don't Bichon Frises have poodle in them? I mean, they kind of look alike. No, they don't. They don't, but they have the same white curly hair. No, they have a different texture of hair. Yeah, it's tighter. It's different. So yeah, Puck yeah. is a poodle schnauzer. With a hint of cocker spaniel and chihuahua, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's fun to do those DNA tests. But I mean, like it's uh, doesn't really matter. I mean, I know, right? It doesn't really matter. It's a waste of money because all dogs are amazing. I and know that's what, what we are here to preach. They sure are. Oh my god, I know. Mm. And the funnier looking they are, the better. I love those funny looking mutts. Those are my favorites. Like, you know, the short legs and the big body or something. Like. Oh, yeah. And also like the deformities and the yeah. handicaps. And yeah, that's like dogs. Like the weirder and like more fucked up they are, the cuter they are. I agree. Why doesn't that work for humans? I know. It really doesn't. I know, I know that for a fact because I think that's me. I'm like the weird. I'm like weird Barbie. <laughs> weird Barbie. Oh, have you seen Barbie yet? I was thinking we should name a dog Barbie. It's a good dog name. Yeah, it's a good dog. Name. I haven't seen the movie, but uh, people have been talking so much about it. I feel like I have. No, you need to go see it. We'll yeah. go see it together. Yeah, I haven't been to the cinema in years. Okay, we're going to see. We're gonna go see a movie together. Okay, we gotta go, people. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And if you feel frustrated about the circus animals and you're just like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do. Okay, I'm Googling. Googling the Traveling Exotic Animal and Public Safety Protection Act and like trying to help and sign. But another thing you can do is to rate our podcast where you're listening or subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to this podcast like us, share us, help us spread the word, speak for the animals, help us be their voice. So our Instagram is fairy underscore tales underscore rescue 
dog underscore rescue. It's been a long night, people. Tiffany's laughing because I'm stuffing myself with strawberries while she's talking. And I can even <laughs> peace out. Thank you. Bye.
home.